0: neighbor please won't you be last time we get to see this we're gonna finish up this uh this series uh love thy neighborhood uh has this been helpful to you guys man come on man i'll tell you what this has been one of those uh deals i think we know everybody here so far uh our uh thank you guys for coming to the early service by the way uh does anybody need coffee here i 'm looking what's say yeah? yeah grab it because because uh, i 've listened to the message man you might go i 'm kidding guys. but grab coffee man Go. let us uh, let us wake up a little bit here because uh man jesus rose from the dead amen right this is not something that we need to uh, like like any time we got a chance to to worship uh in freedom alongside brothers and sisters man that is that should be something that just gives us Great energy, great pause, great everything. You know, it's not a matter of just hyping one another up, but it's understanding that man that that Jesus did all this for us. We're in a kind of a, a like a, a summer of a whole lot of activities going on, really what I call is the summer of service right now. We're serving our community a whole lot of different ways. Let me just explain a couple of things real quick, and I, I, I like I said, I didn't even introduce myself because I know all you guys so far, but uh, man, we've got like several things going on in our community, and you know, I've had a lot of people say, "Say, man, you know what, that we, I want to get involved in that kind of thing. Yes, we still have opportunities to get involved with a lot of different things. But let me help you understand all the different things that have popped up over the last three months that we are doing. As a as a church body, and some of these are just missions that individual discipleship groups have started that has nothing to do with me. I mean, like I, I get surprised sometimes. I'm like, oh, we got a motorcycle ministry? Awesome! I had no idea, you know. So it's so cool. We did that in the parade at the uh, Frontier Days a few weeks back. You know, we've had uh, we did a summer kickoff block party for uh, you know we did a photo booth and all this kind of stuff man it was really kind of a cool thing we did that about a, about a month ago we did fuzzy mutton farms last week in wellsville were you guys involved in that wellsvillians right fuzzy like we, we just helped uh, like serve those guys and and like help those guys all those kind of things kind of neat we got tuesday night we got july 3rd we're going to be sponsoring the ice cream for july 3rd now here's the deal uh, we actually, if I'm going to be totally honest, we actually are going to do trust God in, the, in, in sponsoring the ice cream for this. It is not about getting New City Church's name out there. It is about introducing to people who God is, and sometimes people just need to go to church. Maybe they have never been, or they need to connect with somebody say, oh, you go to that church, that kind of thing. This is a really good, like the church body is a really good talking point when we start talking about different people. Sometimes people just say, yeah, yeah, the church, we did this, that, and the other. Oh, where do you go to church? I haven't been to church in a while. I've been looking for the church. All of a sudden, you know, people get have been saved, baptized, and discipled because we squirt them with a stupid squirt gun at Frontier Days, right? It's really cool stuff, right? So that's one of the reasons why we do that. We're actually going to be sponsoring the ice cream this week, this uh, Tuesday night, Come out to that. Like come out and check that out. That's one of the, the biggest events that uh, front that, that Edgerton has is uh July third fireworks. So probably last year I understand there were about correct me if I'm wrong, like two thousand people there. Is that right? Who who was there at Fireworks last year. How many people? About about two thousand people. A lot of people were out there, so we have an opportunity to reach people. We're going to be giving out our fans. We're going to be giving out sunglasses. Those kinds of things. That and just having a fun time with everybody. There are also some things that are going on that a lot of people don't know. That I wanted to uh, to help. uh, Like like if you were interested in getting connected in different ways, we've got different things going on Thursday nights. We have firesides for guys. They actually come out here, start a fire, and they talk talk to one another, encourage one another, talk Jesus, that kind of thing. We have a broken chains recovery group. These are all things that are not started by New City Church. They're started by people in New City Church that felt called to do this, and this is called broken chains chains recovery group. So if you said, you know, I'd love to get involved with that, love to support that, that's awesome. There's also a mission to support families and special that families of those who are caregivers of special needs children. That's an amazing thing. We have a women's group that got like here's what here's what I understand happened. Janice Rawls said, "Oh, there's a men's group." Well, guess what there's going to be now? Right? There's going to be a women's group. And I think she even snapped or something like that. Did that? I don't know. I I, I could be wrong. But seven o'clock on Monday nights. If you're interested in the women's group, guys, no, no men allowed, right? Women's group, seven o'clock on. What's that? Keep the um, quit. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's going to be food. No children, right? So that's going to be one of those things. Also at Mitch Cunningham's house. If you're interested, this is a great way. If you're interested in saying, "Hey, I'm going to have a neighbor come and do fireworks," because you know, if you want to go see fireworks, we're actually having a crazy. If you didn't see the Facebook post of Mitch Cunningham's arsenal of fireworks that he, he's got going on, we're going to have it at his house. If you're interested in doing that, put that on your Connect card. We will put that uh, in place. We have we participate in senior dinners. We do all kinds of Frontier Days planning and things like that. Things at Halloween, things at Thanksgiving, Blessing, all those kinds of things. Like I could not be more proud of us as a church. Body. Like we have, we even have missionaries coming in this week that are going to be staying here uh, starting on Tuesday nights. They're going to be leaving on Saturday morning. So if you guys want to bless them in any way, bring them cookies, bring them food, anything that you want to do. They're going to be staying here down in the basement, about 15 of them from Arkansas. What they're doing is they're coming up to help us clean out the new. Loma Vista campus, which we closed all the paperwork and stuff like that this week it 's been a, a wild, crazy week, and yeah it 's amazing stuff what 's going on at our at our new city network so they 're going to be coming in and, and helping us to do a lot of that in addition right now there are, i think the, is it the Pacific or the Atlantic that they 're over Pacific. Pacific I thought so I wanted to say that but i'm like i got to get my geography down. Should I ask that question before I embarrass myself but over the Pacific Ocean right now are our Japan missionaries that are on their way back. They're going to be here at like midnight-ish tonight, and then these maniacs—well, uh, at least two of them, Kyle C. Wilson and Michaela C. Walson, are going to be leaving out in the morning, going to Super Summer Camp with our youth. Right? So it's uh, it's going to be jet lag and all the way, and they'll probably recover by Thursday. And they're like, oh, "Oh, wake up! I'm at camp." So, but it's going to be neat, guys. So I think about this. Now we've got local missions, we've got international missions, we've We've got regional missions, citywide missions, all these different things that are that are going on. Stuff right here in our city, right here right next door at Wellsville, throughout Kansas City, and all over the world. This is incredible stuff that's going on in our church, and I love to see that. We've got places to connect. We're going to be rolling out, as a matter of fact, uh, a whole system of connecting with people to make sure that we don't, don't no, nobody falls through the cracks. We have about, between the three services, we have about 250 so far this year on average that attend New City Church on, on Sunday mornings. We have had over 700 people come through the doors on Sunday mornings since the beginning of the year. There are some people that are falling through the cracks. We're actually going to start doing things like that, like to help people get called back and all those kinds of things. It's an, it's a wonderful opportunity for us to be able to do those kinds of things. And so it's neat to see all the different things that are happening and all the different ways that we're trying to connect with people, reach people, help people become discipled, help people if, if be introduced to Jesus. If you don't know, Savannah Renner got... Baptized in Tokyo last week, man. So what about welcome to the club? Welcome to this to, to the family sister. It's awesome, man. But here's the thing: Jesus said some very interesting things. And see in fact, the most important commands that he said were to love God with everything that you have: your body, mind, and soul. Like everything you got. Like it, like he said that, right? Everything you have, love God with everything you have. And The second greatest command is just like the first, connected to the first. You can't have this without the other. And he said to love your neighbor as yourself. And like, I love the fact that we're doing all kinds of things missionally. I love the fact that we're connecting with people in the church. Those, I love that, man. I dig that. It's great. It's wonderful. But if all of us leave here on, here on Sunday morning and we go home and we close our garage and we don't ever come out or ever talk to because it's too hot or it's too cold or it's too awkward and we never reach our neighbor. Guys, this is not what Jesus said was was right. Amen. In fact, we can embrace the challenge to live lives of whole life neighboring. When Jesus said to love your neighbor as yourself, he was quoting Leviticus 19:18. Let me read that for you real quick. He said, "Do not bear, do not take revenge or bear a grudge against members of your community, but love your neighbor as yourself." Amen. And so when he defines that as, as people in your community, there's nobody closer in your community than those that live next door to you, right? Now, we talked about these uh, magnets here. Somebody asked me this morning, you got your magnet up? I'm like, yeah, I do kind of. We got one, uh, but what, uh, we got what, uh, one of those stainless steel refrigerators. I didn't think that through, Right? Stainless steel refrigerators do not do not magnetize. So we got this on the, but what I did was i kind of used this model and wrote on with a dry erase marker, all my neighbors around it. And I got some question marks. So I've actually got to go and find out my neighbor's name, which is going to be very embarrassing at some point. Cause I've lived like two doors down from them for 18 years. That's ridiculous, right? I mean, I'm, I'm at fault in this, too. I'm challenging myself as, as well in some of this. And they're probably going to think I'm ridiculous because they know my name, which is uh, even worse. Anybody ever have that happen to you? Like, hey, partner. Like, hey, Casey. Like, oh, shoot. You know? i <laughs> <Not> going. <laughs> good to see you all, right? That's kind of one of those things. But, but, but man, we're working on that. It's one of our visions is to, 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 know, or, to know others' names and, and know that they're known. And also that our community's better off because we 're in it man there's no better way to make our community better than to make our neighborhood better, our neighbors blessed those kinds of things when we can can start with prayer and listen to them and eat with them and all those different things you know it 's interesting because out of that the greatest commandments that Jesus uh, said now. Uh, now, I love the fact that Jesus said these are the greatest commandments because it's like these are number one. If we do these, all the law and all the prophets, everything you have in the scriptures depend on these two. Listen to what Paul writes to the church in, in Rome. In Romans 13, starting in verse 8, he says, Do not owe anyone anything. So if you've got your neighbor's drill, give it back. That's right? <laughs> like it's an important thing. But do not owe anyone anything except to love one another for the one who loves one loves another has fulfilled the law this is what jesus said as well the commandments do not commit adultery do not murder do not steal do not covet and whatever other commandment are all summed up by this love your neighbor as yourself it's kind of a common repetitive theme in the scriptures that if we do this and keep in mind jesus said these are people in your community because you know, the, the guy that asked him, who's my neighbor? And he said, are you being a neighbor to the thing? Kind of like what Mr. Rogers said. By the way, isn't it cool that there's this very popular documentary about Mr. Rogers going out right now? We had no idea that was coming out when we did this series. I was like, yeah, it was playing all right, right? That's kind of neat. Verse 10, love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. The only thing we owe our neighbor is love. Luke 19, Jesus is uh, just about to go into this triumphal entry into Jerusalem and just about to be welcomed as king of kings in Jerusalem, that kind of thing. And then things turn and he's, he's crucified on the cross. But right before that, he's going from place to place to place. And listen to what, what he does. Keep in mind, G- Jesus said that the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. So his neighbors were all over the place as he went to, to mission. But he said he entered Jericho, starting in verse 1 and was passing through and there was a man named Zacchaeus and some of you are already singing the song in your head right now who was a chief tax collector tax collectors in the first century were one of those kinds of people that did not like you were, they were not very well liked at all, they were in essence their their testimony was not allowed in court it was, they were just bad bad folks, they were in essence government sponsored and paid thugs that were Ripping people off all the time. And these were not, not good people. So Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, so he was one of the top dogs of the tax collectors, and he was, he was helping people do the same thing that he was and ripping people off. And he was rich. And he was trying to see who Jesus was, but he was not able to, uh, because of the crowd, since he was a, a short man, a wee little man was he. So running ahead, he climbed up a sycamore tree It's stuck in your head now for sure, right? No, I'm not gonna sing it, man. That's peace, job. (laughs) Peace, like, hey, man, you are encroaching Oh, you preached last week. Everybody sing with. No, don't. No, you want people to deny Jesus right now? Start singing, pal. Since he was, (laughs) I love our church. He climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus, since he was about to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up at him and said, Zacchaeus, hurry down and hurry and come down because today I must stay at your house. So he quickly came down and welcomed him joyfully. All who saw it began to complain. He's gone to lodge with a sinful man. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, look, I give half my possessions to the poor. Lord, And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I will pay back four times as much. Jesus said, today salvation has come to this house. Jesus told him, because he too is the son of Abraham. Keep in mind, Jesus came, says, first to the Jews, then to the Gentiles, that kind of thing. But for both, for the son of man has come to seek and save the lost. He goes into Zacchaeus' house, a, a guy that, that the, the, the rest of society looks at and says, oh, I'm never going to step foot in that guy's house. You know what he, he's done to me? You know what he's done to my family? You know what he's, man, you know how much money he's ripped us off on? You know, I couldn't eat for almost a week because of the, what, the, the, the stuff he took out of my, man, he stored it from me. He's going to break my kneecaps, man. All of a sudden, Jesus is with this guy. Wow. Now think about this. And he goes and eats with them, which is one of the most intimate things you can do with someone. And sometimes, like what Pete talked about last week, loving bad neighbors, guys, man, man, sometimes we gotta gotta step outside of our comfort zone a little bit and go, man, I wanna wanna have dinner with you guys or invite somebody over with you guys. Man, but listen to what Jesus says at that very table. As they were listening to this, He went to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem and they they thought the kingdom of God was going to appear right away. Therefore, he said, a nobleman, Jesus told a lot of parables, a nobleman traveled to a far country to receive for himself authority to be king and then return. He called 10 of his slaves slavery is not the same as the slavery we know today we get that sometimes but people hear that and they go ah I just don't want it to be a distraction to you sometimes slaves were even doctors and attorneys and things like that in this time were their bad slave quote-unquote owners at the time yes but there was a difference than the african slavery that we we think of when we hear that word but he got called 10 of his slaves and these were essentially his his staff and he gave them ten, ten minas. I think it's minas. How do you pronounce that? Anybody know? Manas, manas it is. That's right. He gave them ten manas. You're fooling me, right? And told them engage in business until I come back. In other words, do the business of my. Kingdom now, this is a, a guy who 's going to be king who's going to, this is in essence the the person in this parable he's, Jesus is talking about himself, his people are talking about his followers, but his subjects in other translations are his citizens uh, people that were supposed to know him and, and look for him for the messiah he 's talking about the Jewish folks here that were one, like like in essence denying him in all kinds of ways but his subjects citizens hated him and sent a de- delegation after him, saying, we don't want this man to rule over us. There's a lot of things going on here and a lot of history, but and don't for, like I want to be able to explain some of this to you and help you understand this, but don't ever forget that when we study the scriptures, we want to know not just what it says, but what does God want us to do. Amen? Listen to this. At his return, having received the authority to be king, he summoned those slaves and he get, that he had given mu- the money to so he could find out how much they had made in business. The first came forward and said, Master, you're. Mina? That'll work. I'm trusting you, man. You're an elder now, right? You're not going to lie to church. Uh... Mina, mina, ma- mina. Your mina, Mina, has earned 10 more. Minas. Minas. Well done, good slave, he told him. Because you have been faithful in a very small matter, I have given have authority over 10 towns. Now, uh, uh, this mina, one mina was about three months wages, so this is almost three years' worth of wages, and he's calling that a small matter. Like I said, man, that's nice, right? Like, because you've been faithful in that, I'm going to give you more. Like, when we're faithful, guys, with with what small things that God has given us. The greatest gift that he has given us is salvation in him and the opportunity to become his disciples. And when we go home and we close our garage and we stay holed up in our our houses and we don't share with those who are living closest to us, we're hiding that gift. Amen? We're hiding it. We're keeping it to ourselves. And listen to what he says. Well done, because you have been faithful in a very small matter. Have authority over ten towns. The second came and said, Master, your trust in you man, mina has made five minas." And so he said to him, you will be over five towns. Another one came and said, Master, here is your... I'm going to let you guys pronounce that one. I have kept it hidden away in a cloth because I was afraid of you. For you're a tough man. You collect what you didn't deposit and reap what you didn't sow. Now, some people will say, is that what Jesus does? No, this is the way some people perceive Jesus though, isn't it? It's not right, but that's the way we approach it a lot of times. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm so fearful. I'm so this. I'm so that. Man, I could never actually do anything with this gift that you've given me. God, I'm just going to hide it because I'm afraid. What if I screw it up? What if I say the wrong thing? I was talking to somebody just just yesterday and they said i feel the i feel the the urgency to m- help somebody to make somebody know jesus i feel the the, the like i feel like it's on me to, and i was like look we don't have that kind of power to change anybody but we do have the power to be obedient we do have the power to step out of our homes and help somebody understand this is an amazing thing that that happened 2,000 years ago when Jesus comes and fulfills all these prophecies and rises from the dead and he says the greatest of all the commands that he has said is to love God with everything we've got and love our neighbor as ourselves. it's that simple but it's not that not that easy right and he told him I will judge you by what you've said you evil slave If you knew I was a tough man, collecting what I didn't deposit and reaping what I didn't sow, why didn't you put my money in the bank? And when I returned, I would have collected it with interest. I want you to write this down. Fear paralyzes. The antidote to fear, you can read in 1 John, is love. Perfect love casts out all fear. Fear. And I want to give you some scripture here real quick. Keep in mind what Jesus said. The greatest commandment is to love God with everything you have and love your neighbor as yourself. If you do those two things, which go hand in hand, you can't have one without the other, you are fulfilling the commands. You are in the will, in obedience to God. That is an amazing thing. Matthew 28 right before Jesus ascended. So, so this was about 40 days or so after all this kind of stuff happened, maybe 40, 45, 43, something like that, depending on your commentaries you'll read. Jesus, before he ascends, says this to his guys. He says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to listen teaching them to observe to obey to keep however you whatever your translation says they they essentially mean the same thing to obey everything i have commanded you and remember i am with you always to the end of the age in exploring discipleship we went through this this idea of what it means to make disciples and what we're supposed to do with them And in John chapters 14 and John chapter 15 are powerful when it comes to why Jesus said this. How many of us say, I love Jesus? You really say, I love Jesus. Well, here's what Jesus said. And I'm not trying to condemn anybody. Don't don't hear me in this. But I want you to be rocked by this if you're not doing this. Here's what Jesus said. John 14, 15. If you love me, you will keep my commands. That's why it's important to teach people to keep his commands, to obey him, right? John 14, verse 23 through 25. Jesus answered, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. The one who doesn't love me will not keep my words. The word that you hear is not mine, but it is from the Father who sent me. John 15, 9 through 14. As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love, if you keep my commands. The greatest command to love God with everything you have and love your neighbor as yourself. You will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I have spoken these things to you that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. This is my command, love one another. He keeps saying this, as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, that someone would lay down his life for his friends the very least guys we can become inconvenienced for the sake of his flock for the sake of his kingdom for the sake of those who don't know him yet you are my friends if I do what I command you guys if we're disobedient to him Jesus himself said if we're not going to do this stuff if we're going to bow down to fear versus bowing down to the king it shows us that we don't love him. But here's the thing I want you to know. If you do, you'll do what he says. That's Jesus talking. And that's one of the things I love about being a preacher Said that I don't have to come up with any new ideas. Sometimes people get angry over the things I say. And I'm thinking, if you've got a problem, go talk to Jesus about that. Because he's the one that said it, not me. I'm just the messenger. Amen? There's something I want you to do as you leave because some people are like, man, why don't we even start? Like, I've got a neighbor in mind, man, but I don't really ever talk to him or anything like that. I, man, as you leave, we have a pack of cookies for you. Homemade coo- like all kinds of different kinds of cookies in there. All you got to do is say, hey, neighbor, here's some cookies. My name is Casey. Have a great day. Start it. Okay, thanks. Doesn't like, that sound weird? Right, some people are like oh, that's just bizarre. I haven't talked to these people in 20 years. What what am I supposed to do with that? Right, go do it anyway. Try it out. See what happens. Hey, or or hey, how about this? We're doing something at our church. We want to pray for you. Here's some cookies. Is there anything I can pray for you about? Oh, and by the way, what's your name? I know we've lived together for a long time, but I don't know it. What's the worst that can happen? Amen. What's the worst that can happen? So they may think you're weird. Who cares? It's kind of weird that you don't know their names, so we're even, right? So, man, I want you to be thinking about those things. Will you pick up one of those cookies and take it to a neighbor? Do it after church. Don't 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 let it sit there because it will get moldy. Like, do it today. Rains quit. Like, there's no reason not to. And we can have this opportunity to serve. I would love to hear the stories, man. I would love to. Hear, this is my. This will be my favorite story of all. stupidest idea I've ever heard, bringing a cookie to somebody, you know, I did it anyway because the preacher wouldn't, get off my back right but you know what they broke down you know, I mean it's just crazy when we start making callbacks to people that we haven't seen in a while, all of a sudden there's tears flowing and thank you, it's amazing what you did, it's just, those kinds of things we never know what somebody's going through and they may need a freaking cookie today all right? Amen? So, Father, we love you. I know this is a lot for some. And it's offensive to some to hear that if we don't do what you say, we don't love you. But that's what you said. And this is not a thing, Lord, where we gotta do what you say. God, this is something we get to do, man. We get to participate in your kingdom. We get to be warriors for you. We get to be those who you trust to do your will and to love you with everything we have and love our neighbor, those in our community as ourselves. Father, I thank you for this group of people that worked, has worked over the last couple of months so hard to reach people for you. May you bless that. May you multiply that. May the harvest come because of the seeds that we're sowing. But Lord, give us energy for that that we, because it's not something we just do for a season, it's just who we are. And we thank you, Father. It's in your son's precious and holy name that we pray. Everybody in the house said, amen.